This is Puck Year, New Zealand's hockey podcast with hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury, bringing you the best stories and interviews from down under. Hey guys, uh, it's Logan here. No Joe this week. I've given that guy the week off with the podcast because he's been working his ass off with the great guys at Radio Horaki and their coverage with the alternative commentary collective of the Black Caps semi-final win over India to make it through to the Cricket World Cup final and back-to-back tournaments. Uh, amazing stuff. Great game last night. I'm not a huge cricket guy, but man, that was a great watch. Uh, and of course now... By the time you hear this podcast, we'll probably know who they're playing in the final, which will either be England or Australia. Now, personally, I would love to see them play in Australia because we always love to see New Zealand taking it to the Aussies. And speaking of doing exactly that, the Inland Ferns wrapped up their World Roller Games campaign in Barcelona last night, beating Australia very convincing, I might add you, 5-1 to claim uh, 11th place in their playoff game there obviously not the placing that they would have hoped for but I guess the odds were kind of stacked up against them a little bit in this tournament you know they were in the so-called pool of death with USA the number one ranked team I mean you know it's USA you've also got you know France Chinese Taipei and Italy but you know they came out on a high wrapping it up the tournament that way is awesome stuff um not going to dilly-dally too much. We'll just get straight into uh, our interview this week. Uh, it's with Henry Tikkanen and Paul Goalie with the Dinian Thunder. Uh, and I get, that's kind of one of the awesome things with the New Zealand League and the time that it plays, you know, sort of between that May, August, September time is when the Northern Hemisphere Leagues are, you know, they're not happening. So this is a good opportunity for those guys to come down to New Zealand or Australia and you know, just keep themselves match fit, get a few games in, and then they can hit the Northern Hemisphere season rolling. Um, but Henry uh, caught our attention because he's actually a fan of the podcast we learned uh, very early on when he was coming to New Zealand. So that's awesome. Um, so yeah, without further ado, please enjoy our interview. And thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, if you haven't subscribed to us, do so, please, so you can get uh, our interviews first be the first in line, I guess you could say, you know, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, pretty much anywhere I guess you get your podcast from, we're probably there. If not, hit us up. Also hit us up if you have any feedback or whatnot, because we're kind of in this, um, I guess this transition period, obviously with me being in Australia, kind of makes things a little hard, we're trying to make it work. Um, we put the call out about, you know, having video editors help us out because, along with obviously doing the internet channel highlights and all that stuff. We want to be doing some bigger projects. Obviously we've got the capital. Uh, it was called capital ice actually a little insight there, but uh, the frosty spot documentary, we're working on that, uh, wrapping things up there. We've also got the ice blacks documentary on the go from, you know, my time with them in Colorado and Mexico. So when you've got those kind of bigger projects as well, uh, you know, you know, on the shelf and sort of just waiting to be, worked on and then you've got all the stuff with the highlights um and we kind of do need a bit of a team now things are starting to grow um so if you're interested in you know helping us out uh and getting involved and getting stuck in you know reach out to us you know we'd love to hear you, hear from you sorry um this is 
I miss Joe. Like, I know I'm pretty much saying this every podcast now, but need that guy on the show. Uh, enjoy the rest, buddy. And for all of you listening at home, please enjoy our interview with Henry Tekkenen from the Dunedin Thunder. It's um, it's awesome to have uh, you in New Zealand, but uh, you know, us Kiwis, we love to hear what foreigners think of our country. So, what was like your initial first impressions of New Zealand when you came here? Well, it felt um, surprisingly much just like home because everyone has been very friendly here, and it's been really easy to adjust and settle into New Zealand because everyone has been very warm and welcoming to me and. The team and the family I live with have made it so easy for me to get settled in here. And yeah, I've been happy since day one and really look forward to what the rest of my time here brings me. That's awesome. Um, I, I've always been really curious, you know, what is like, what's the recruitment process for an import like you coming to the NZHL? Do you, do you sort of, do you hear about the league and you try and get in touch with the team or did the team get in touch with you? How does that work? Well, actually, I first found out about ice hockey in this part of the world through my coach about five or six years ago, who had a Finnish coach coaching in the Australian league, and they needed a goalie, and they asked me to come. But at that time, I was too busy with all kinds of stuff back home in Finland, and it wasn't possible for me to go. But mm-hmm. ever since I've been really trying to get uh, get to play here, to the Australian league or the New Zealand league, and or actually more the Australian League. And I just heard about the New Zealand League uh, last year, about about these times last year, from my uh, teammate from Finland who played for the Dunedin Thunder actually about seven years ago. And he told me that I should apply here as well. And he gave me some contacts and and I contacted pretty much all the teams, but the Thunder were the first, first to respond and showed the most interest. And yeah, things, things just took off and here I am now. And so when you once you've got your team, you've you know, you've got the Dunedin Thunder, what kind of research do you do about the league before you head over here? Uh well I I just started Googling stuff and I found out that the teams uh that the league streams every game live on YouTube and you can watch them uh, after the after the are originally played and and yeah, I watched a couple of games from last season. Pretty much, just every team tried to figure out how the level of play and what kind of what the, what's the style of play they play here. Mm. And and after doing some more googling and watching videos, I found out that hey, there's a two guys making a podcast about it. And <laughs> I thought thought that I'd <laughs> I'd check it up and listened it and found liked the first episode. I listened and listened some more and yeah. Do you remember Stuff what? Like that. Do you remember what that first episode was that you listened to? Uh, I think it was something about the ending of last season, like one of the episodes that came out just after the season, I guess. But can't really remember remember which was the first one because I listened about twenty five of your episodes. So yeah, <laughs> don't worry, man. We probably don't remember them past a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's so awesome though. Like, obviously, you watch the games on YouTube. What? So from seeing a couple of games, what was like your impression of the um, the quality of hockey? The quality of hockey is very good, I think, and it looked pretty different of course but i think that's true to every every league in and every country that the style of play is different yeah and depending on what the conditions are and who are coaching and stuff like that but yeah i thought it looked good and i thought that it would be so cool to go play there and and hope 
I was hoping that I would make a difference in one of one of the teams, and I hope that I, I have done that here. Well, I'm sure the Thunder love having you, man. I, I think it's so funny from what I've heard. Um, Megan, who does an amazing job with the media of the Dunedin Thunder, she also mentioned that you actually learnt uh, how to speak English from listening to this podcast. I, <laughs> I feel so sorry for you, man. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, there's some in that, but it's not the whole story because back home in Finland, we started learning English when we were 10 at schools and I think most of my studies or learning have has come from there, but I actually started getting into the Kiwi accent through you guys by listening to you guys because <laughs> I know that the accents can vary a lot and even though they speak you might speak the same language, but it can be totally different and I thought that when I come here I wanna be ready and prepared and in any way I can. So I thought that listening to you guys talk about New Zealand hockey was good preparation for me. Can you can you do like an impression of a New Zealand accent at all? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I know I only picked up a couple of words like um, reckon and we and <laughs> those kind of things. But no, I, I, I don't think I really can. I'm just going to embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, we always see it like a, like an American TV shows and they just always end up sounding Australian. Um, but you personally, you, know, <laughs> you coming from Finland, it is the land of Timo Solani. How much of a god is he over there? Oh, yeah, he used to be huge back in the days. Now that he's retired, the fuss has come down a bit. But when he used to play, still play, he was... He was a uh, he was a superstar back home. Like he was the most well-known player, and I think he almost he could still be the most well-known Finnish player of all time. Mm. And he had a very positive image on the on the media all the times. And yeah, he was he was a hockey god, and everyone knew them. Everyone who didn't even follow hockey do know who Timo Solani is back home. So yeah. And I think now, that tells something about how big of a star he is. Oh yeah, totally. And now, like you know, Finland is really on the rise, uh, and in in the, you know international hockey. And is that kind of part of it? Do you think Timu's kind of helped sort of, I guess, pave the way? Like, I mean, I assume hockey over there must be like you know a big deal, but compared to say rugby here. But you know, does having guys like Timu sort of help really drive the sport and keep the growth going? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. Because um, every time there's there's a Finnish team or a Finnish player succeeding at a high level, then the sport kind of grows. Like what has hap- been happening in the in basketball, that the national team has been on the rise for a while, and <laughs> now they have a Finnish uh, NBA player, and I think the sport is rising in Finland as well. But I think that's what hockey has been the most success- successful back in the days and during the co- past couple of decades, uh, and the the success of of uh, players like Timo Solani and Yuri Curry definitely yeah. have helped their sport to grow and the national team's success in the World Championships and Olympic Games and World Cups has also lifted the hockey in Finland for sure. And I, like, I was doing some research into um, like, you know, notable Finnish goalies being a goalie yourself and you kind of don't really think about how many um, sort of you know big name goalies actually come from Finland do you ever you know just kind of listing off a few obviously uh, the big one right now would be Tuukka Rask but you've also got you know Pekarene you know UC Saros Kerry Leighton Antti Niemi you know Antti Ratner do do you ever get to work with uh, any of these guys in the offseason like do they come home and sort of you know do clinics and stuff and help you know teach other Finnish goalies 
Oh yeah, some many many Finnish NHL players, even uh, the goalies and the and the skaters also usually have their own clinics and hockey schools, and they try to help help the kids. And it's pretty cool that they usually also visit like each other's camps during the summer and schools, and you get to meet them. But I haven't really had much practice with those guys because they they do their most of their practice by themselves or among among other NHL players. But yeah, I've been lucky lucky enough to meet some some of them, and it's it's been really nice. Who are who are some of the I guess you know the big Finnish names you've been able to you know meet. Well, I was very lucky to play in the same team uh, when I was playing for Jokerit in the Under-16 league <clears throat> uh, that we had uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes now. So I think he's the biggest name that I played in the same team with. And I also spent some time with um, Columbus Bush, I guess, uh, goalie Jonas Korpisala. Oh, nice. And Yeah, and also Columbus Columbus forward Marcus Hanikainen was also my teammate back in the days, and yeah, it's been pretty cool. And I feel privileged to be play with some of some really high end guys. I think the uh, call dropped out when you were mentioning the name of the guy from the Hurricanes. Who was that? Theo uh, Teravainen. Oh wow! Won the, won the yeah he won the Stanley Cup with the Chicago Blackhawks a couple of years ago, and yeah. That's awesome, man. I um I was sort of wondering, yeah, is there something in the water there that makes you know, Finland's such a breeding ground for top-tier goalie talent. Is there something that's going on over there? Yeah, it must be the water, I guess. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's because Finland has had systematic goaltender coaching for decades, and that's something that other countries started to pick up only after Finnish goalies started to break in through in the NHL. Huh. And I think but Finland is like the forerunner in that area, and it's kind of standard for a for any junior club that wants to be a good club, that they have to have systematic goalie coaching, and almost every team has their own <clears throat> own goalie goalie coach. And I think it's that when you have good coaching at any level you play in at any age group, then it just helps you so much. Yeah, totally. Um, you mentioned it because I saw that you are a big Anaheim Ducks fan, which Joe loves, of course. But I was curious, oh, yeah. is there a lot of Nashville Predators fans in Finland now that both their goalies are Finnish? You know, Pekarene and UC Saros? Yeah, I think it affects. And even though if they wouldn't be hardcore fans, then they at least pay more attention to the Predators and and other teams that have Finnish players. And I'm the same. I, I follow most of the teams that have um, Finnish players because I found them, for some reason, the most interesting even though they wouldn't be my favorite teams. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, it's just so interesting to me. Um, because you have, you know, you mentioned in Finland, you have systematic, you know, goalie trainings and stuff like through the ranks. Now that you've spent a bit of time in New Zealand, what's like your impression of the standard of, um, you know, the Kiwi goaltenders? Uh, the standard of Kiwi goaltenders is, well, it's a bit hard to say because in the league there's now uh, four, uh, no, three import goalies playing, but the two guys who who are Kiwis, uh, the Admirals and the Swarm goalies, they are pretty good. And especially, I really like uh, Rick Perry's style of play. <clears throat> and, but I haven't been able to see too many Kiwi goalies, unfortunately, but with our team, we have uh, John Barakaskas, who is really good, and I think he's going to be a good goalie in this league, and he has a chance to go, go play 
in Europe in the lower professional leagues, I think. Yeah. If he keeps it up and gets some playing time. And and but yeah, I think I think in New Zealand they could you also use like more knowledge and more systematic and professional goalie coaching, but unfortunately the finances of the sport in here are not at that level yet. So Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, but we'll see. I mean Rick Perry you mentioned he sort of he started up his own uh goalie academy to sort of try try help out with that kind of thing but do you like because you've obviously you've had that training you've got that experience when you've got guys uh like uh Jonas Barakaskas and uh Evan Froger there in the team are you sort of helping to I guess push their game further by you being there yeah I have we have been doing off-ice workouts with the goalies and I try to plan something new for us for every time and have like some themes that we I pick up on the ice and that's what I think we would work off the ice as well and I've been trying to help them on the ice and off the ice and yeah just trying to make make them better as I try to make myself better <laughs> <laughs> nice so, I mean hopefully it all works out like that um I'll see yeah. the 2019 season it's you know it's it's almost over it's it's you know done so fast, you know, it's only 10 weeks, but, you know, how have you found playing for such a, you know, exciting team like the Dunedin Thunder? It's been very nice and the team has been very welcoming to me and that the guy, the team is just full with the nicest guys I ever played with and then we have a good cohesion in the team and it's been very, very, very much fun. I've been really happy there, but of course there has been some unfortunate things like players had have had to leave the team and there has been injuries and all kinds of stuff so that has affected our success on the ice and and has, hasn't helped us winning games but there's still plenty of games left and plenty more games to win so we'll see where we are after the season ends yeah speaking of um you know players leaving you've actually you stepped up for the thunder and you helped to recruit uh your buddy miska Atio uh from your team in finland how did that go about well, uh, as soon as we found out that we we're going to be short a couple of players, I just sent some messages to uh, group chats of players and former teams that I played in, and there was huge amounts of interest in in many players. But since it's summer, in the middle of the summer back home now, and everyone has their summer jobs or vacations or things pretty much organized already, then. It wasn't possible for many many guys to come here for the for just to play eight games. But um, fortu- fortunately, Miska was available, and yeah, things got on pretty fast. And we agreed. I guess I think it was last week's Wednesday when they agreed to take Miska on the team, and he was in New Zealand on Friday. So things happen sometimes pretty fast. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely, like I said, you stepped up there and I'm pretty sure everyone in the Thunder is very appreciative of that. Um, Outside of playing the games in the NZHL, um, you know, what are you doing, you know, during your time? Are you getting to explore New Zealand? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, We've been able to travel with the team to Queenstown and twice to Auckland and we're going to visit Christchurch. And in Queenstown, we had... um, we took an extra day of work so we could stay there for one more day to see, see the sites and see, see the city. And yeah, just that's pretty much what I try to do, to see sites and see places and get those amazing views that New Zealand is full of. And <laughs> yeah, try to make new Kiwi friends. 
what, yeah what are the say what are the two you know biggest highlights for you out of places like sites you've seen what are two that are, have been most memorable for you so far well i'd have to say that um, queenstown was really beautiful the city is amazing and the views are, they are just fantastic and i also made a bungee jump there which has been my <laughs> my uh, dream or something that i wanted to do for a long time and yeah that was pretty cool and and the weekend in Auckland was also nice or, or the weekends even though we didn't get any wins but the city was i really liked the city and it was nice to see such a big place and on one of our bye weekends we also visited wellington which is which is uh, yeah i have to say it's one of my my favorite cities that i visited really liked it there yeah wellington is awesome if you if you get time to go back there i would recommend you go check out the little the ice rink that there is there um oh yeah yeah the frosty spot yes see you know about it you know new zealand this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> well i actually know about it through you guys because you made a an episode or two about wellington ice hockey so yeah and then um what happens once the season's over you just are you straight back uh, to finland um playing in the uh suomo saja league <clears throat> actually i have my flights back home only on september 3rd so so if everything goes according to the plan i still have two more weeks after the last final game and i'm gonna spend those exploring new zealand i've, I've been thinking about renting a car and driving around the north island for a week and then driving one another week around the south island but but yeah so it's gonna be good and good to see some more places and after i have to leave i'm actually only going to stay in finland for two weeks and then i'm going to denmark to play in the danish second second league next year nice um are you i'm curious if you're doing the traveling around the north island are you much of a you know lord of the rings or the hobbit fan oh yeah yeah i am and the hobbit and is definitely one of the places i want to visit <laughs> yeah i mean i would highly recommend it for anyone i'm personally i am not a fan of those movies in the slightest but i've done the hobbiton um set to it and like i loved it and i'm not a fan so I can imagine you being a fan of the movies you're gonna absolutely love it there dude you're gonna have the time of your life oh yeah that sounds nice yeah that's definitely on my list is there like because in those two weeks obviously you got north island are you gonna try see more of the um, you know, the South Island as well, places that you don't get to go to during, um, you know, the places you go when you play? Oh, yeah, I have some, with Misco, we have been some places to visit, and especially on the on the West Coast, because the because Queenstown is the westmost place that we get to visit, and when we visit those places during hockey season, we are still pretty tied to playing hockey, and, and the days pass pretty much at the rink or at the hotel. So I think we're going to visit Queenstown once more and have some more free time there and go see Milford Sound and Doubtful Sound, at least. Mm. And yeah, we have a big to-do list for for our time here and really look forward to going and exploring the, the beautiful country. I bet, man. There's, I mean, like I've I lived in New Zealand for like 31, 32 years and there's still so much that I haven't seen. So you trying to cram all that in in the space of, you know, a few months, it's awesome, man. I really hope you get to <laughs> enjoy as much of, you know, our awesome country as you can. Um, do you see yourself coming back in 2020, though? That's the big question. Yeah, I really hope hope that it's possible. And 
right now I don't I don't see a reason why I wouldn't want to come back and it's been very nice here and I I've really enjoyed my time here and I really enjoyed hockey so much here it's so much fun and yeah I really hope that I can come back next season Awesome man um I one question I have to ask pretty much every goalie is uh, what made you want to become a goalie in the first place? Because typically they're seen as a very unique breed of person, you know? Um, there are two stories. So the official official story is um, that we had only one goalie in our junior team and he was moving to another city next year. So the team bought a set of goalie gear and every, every skater got to try it out once. <laughs> and I tried it once and then I... I found myself thinking that what could I do better next time? And then I asked if I could give it another try. And the things I thought I would do could do better actually worked. So then I got kind of excited about it and wanted to do it. So that's the official story. But the actual story, what actually happened was that I was this uh, chubby little kid who wasn't as fast skater as the other guys were. So <laughs> so um, as a goalie, you don't have to skate so much. So <laughs> that was maybe more comfortable for me then but yeah <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> i mean I, I this is my favorite position in the sport that's for sure it's, there's just so much going on there um when you did pick it up who were some who were some of the goalies that i guess you looked up to uh well my favorite team yoker i've had curry lehtonen back in the days playing for them and i think it was about those days when they when they won the finnish championship and Lehtonen was the starting goalie, so he has been one of my idols when I was a young kid. But in the recent years, I really started to like uh, the guys you mentioned, like Tukarask and Pekarine, mm. for their athleticism and their fast reactions and how they're like constantly look that they're aware of the situation. And yeah, I think those are the, my favorite guys. With uh, Joker being, you know, your favorite team growing up. What was that like for you to play in their uh, under sixteen and under eighteen clubs? Uh, it was it was kind of dream coming true true on a smaller scale. Like when I met the team, I was pretty excited because another team that I applied for had turned me down previously that that uh, spring. But then Yogurt got me there, and then we actually played an exhibition game against the team that turned me down and we won them like 8-1. So yeah, <laughs> I was pretty happy. Nice. <laughs> happy about it. But yeah, it was great. And and we had a great team and won the under-16 national championship that year. And I got to meet some of the greatest players that I've ever played with and really good high-end players nowadays. And yeah, it was it was definitely a good time. Also, well, Henry, uh, I won't hold you up for too much longer. It's been uh, amazing having you in New Zealand and, you know, just, you know, seeing how much that you're enjoying being here. Um, I really hope that we get to see more um, Finnish imports come down in future years. So thanks again for your time, buddy, and uh, wishing you all the best. Thank you. I wish you all the best as well. And thank you for doing such an amazing job of covering all of New Zealand hockey. I think you guys are really helping the sport to grow and helping import players get to know about New Zealand and making them want to come here. Park yeah, it's New Zealand's home for hockey. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcast app for the latest episodes. Follow the team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Park yeah NZ. And for your fix of hockey news, go to parkyear.nz.